All right. So on the cart ride back, it's because the goat cart is fairly quick and the streets are well maintained here in City 5. Uh, it'll probably take you less than 10 minutes to get back there on the cart. Anything interesting you want to talk about during that time? Or are your characters sitting in, in hostile silence? <laughs> <laughs> Just given Saver, uh, Cypher the like dirtiest, poutiest look because he's just, you know, wedged his way into this situation and is very unwelcome right now. <laughs> and he's just the worst. I'm explaining stuff from the audits and accounts that in a, in a tone of voice and with diction that would seem to point to me being the stalwart, but I keep uh, interrupting <sighs> myself every couple seconds to reaffirm that I am, in fact, uh, just a humble circus clown. Yes, of course. Uh-huh. Yeah, Faye's just nodding at that. Like, I'm totally listening to you and is so grateful that she raised a kid with common sense and that <laughs> he did not turn out like <laughs> Cypher Lee. Like the high-ranking government <laughs> official. Yeah. And Zin's just going to smile and wave at every bird he sees. <laughs> Good lord. The birds chirp or tweet and sort of like dip their wings back in acknowledgement. Hell yeah. All right. Uh, so back at the quad you sort of all pile out and the attendants at the uh, hospital cart go in and they like carefully lift uh, the child onto a stretcher get them into the cart and like exchange a few words with ursula before hustling back in towards the city so what do the rest of you do you're all just sort of standing around here now so Faye's going to turn to uh, her son and ask uh do you have any bleach or did you use it all in your hair uh i think we ran out sorry she looks down at the blood. <clears throat> well, it, we can clean it later, right? I guess so. It's already stained. Time for new carpet? Probably. Red's a good look. And a new couch. Mm. While, while they discuss this, Cypher, having seen the injured person and seen the wounds with his own eyes now, is kind of in a fugue state right now. As his brain connects the dots with what he knows of the mythical and apocalyptic and uh, apocryphal character known as the bear of course <laughs> and he he is just he's gotten very quiet and very thoughtful and it, he he's, he's he's kind of uh almost paled a bit he, he looks like he is having some sort of uh either breakthrough or breakdown so zen's going to try to go sneak a peek of the unfortunate mutilated victim um because he always wants to connect the dots and see everything that's happening. And this is the most interesting thing that's happened in a very long time. Okay. So you're going to head back into, into the city or are you trying to do this while they, while they move uh, the child onto the cart? While they move the kid, just get as much information right now as he can. Just, just, uh, just hustling the attendants out of the way. Like, Hey, let me get a look at that. Not quite that extreme, <laughs> but maybe possibly in a way just a little bit. Okay. Uh, so the attendants are they are sort of muttering and kind of trying to elbow you out of the way. But at the same time, you can see the uh, the effects of the attack. You can see how bad it is. Uh, Ursula has done a good job of sort of doing some emergency stitching. The smell suggests that there has been a cauterization attempted on the uh, on the leg stump there. And, you know, you, you just see bowls with pink water and uh, ruined towels with blood all over them all over the place, and you can sort of see what has happened to this kid. Okay, so I want to ask one of my questions right now, connect the dots questions. Mm -hmm. What does the monster want from this person, the person being the wounded teenager? Okay, so 
It's difficult to tell just from looking at the teenager, but by going back, I assume that Zinn has been closely following these attacks and disappearances. Oh, yes, absolutely. Okay. So looking back at the pattern of it, uh, you start to think that like this kid got lucky because the other ones have obviously not survived at all and their bodies have been removed from where they are attacked. So you would guess at this point that the monster is collecting human bodies. Okay. All right. So, yeah, that's all I'm doing. Okay. Faye's going to turn to her cousin and go, are you okay? And her cousin is going to turn to Faye and say, my God, it's real. What's real? The bear. Are you serious? You think a bear did this? Huh? It would follow... It would it would fit with my research. Here, let me show you some of my research on the top. Well, lifts up his shirt and tucked into his waistband are like a, a massive amount of scrolls that he begins to pull out of his waistband and unfurl to reveal that uh, he says, let me show you these watercolors I've done based on the what? available data. And they <laughs> Is are this guy for real. They're diagrams and theoretical nature illustrations of what he believes the bear would look like and how its body would function. It, they're about as accurate as like an 1800s archaeologist's conception of a dinosaur, but <laughs> way more off base. Like, he, you know, his bear has six legs. Um, the, the snout is shaped more like an alligator's. You know, it, it's, just, it's just wrong. It has like nine stomachs somehow. <laughs> Faye is looking these over with great interest. These are extremely detailed. It's clear, like, he has spent, you know, he he has done more work on these than he's slept in the last (laughs) six months, probably. And they they all have, like, cool signatures, like, drawn on, like, a tattered scroll, (laughs) like Todd McFarlane's signature. (laughs) (laughs) Zinn's also going to look at these drawings with interest. But they're, they're, they're all signed Squall, and then he crossed it out and wrote Cypher. (laughs) <laughs> Ev is just gonna look at these and just look at Cypher like when the heck do you have time for art class so the, no the, it's not class it's just talent right <laughs> sure what, what is this even supposed to be so it's a bear it says at the top right hey does this kid go to school <laughs> he's supposed to but I don't think yeah. they learn about bears in school did the bleach get into your brain? Read it. It's a bear. <laughs> I, I'm not into mythology class. Yeah, Cypher, it just looks disgusted. And, you know, can't believe <laughs> so, he's related to this child. Zinn's going to put his hand on Cypher's shoulder, knowing that Cypher is very important to all of this. Cypher jumps. Cypher was not expecting it and literally jumps. Look, man, look. The bear, it could be the bear. Whatever is doing this, it's harvesting bodies. Or, in that kid's case, body parts. I just know it. And it could be the bear. And Cypher says, that fits in with my theory of how, on how they reproduce. <laughs> they lack the bio... I mean, if, if you notice in these diagrams, there's no reproductive system. They have to assemble new bears. And okay. you, you, they, they don't have an economy. They can't just go and Say, I'd like to buy a stomach or a lung, please. They Look, have to get- man, bears come from eggs because bears are a type of bird. We may not be dealing with a bear, but I, I, they're, they're not, they're not stitched bears, together. Bears have not come from eggs. If you look at this scroll, this is the ancestor of the bear, the Baradactyl. They came from eggs. 
Modern day bears, no. So you're saying that modern day bears evolved from a bird, but are no longer birds. Yes, it, it makes sense. If you check the apocryphal audits and accounts that no one has access to, except for high-ranking church members, yes. I don't have access to that stuff. I'm just a humble clown. I'm not your cousin or your uncle. Ev yawns very, very loudly and intentionally. Ev, where did you find this kid? Uh, what? Oh, uh, the kid. Where'd you find him? It was. It was just outside Sector Four, right? Is that correct? It's just outside the. Just outside your quad, actually. The quad. On the, quad. the, ro- the roads outside the quads area. Okay. Look, you guys want to see a bear in the flesh, right? More than anything. I want to see a bear in the flesh. Let's go find the bear. Yeah, let's at least go to the crime scene. That seems like a good idea. I'm 50-50 on seeing a bear. I think we might die. <sighs> Before we go, I spend at least 20 minutes carefully re-rolling all of these scrolls. Ev's <laughs> <laughs> not going to wait. He's just going to be like, all right, come on. I'll show you where I found the kid and walk out. <laughs> right. <Ray is> following. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Zin's going to. Okay, I'm, I'm dragging behind still yeah. re refurling all the scrolls but i'm very the angry weirdo can catch up later <laughs> uh, so you're back outside the area of the quads and it's it's been a while because it took a while for all that to happen uh, but you can see the same trail of blood that ev saw and you can i believe you still have two holes related to the situation ev if you want to ask any more of those questions i do um let's see yeah they're like weird they're not really Helpful right now. Actually, these these ones aren't the most useful at the moment. It might be more useful if somebody wants to investigate a mystery. Hell yeah! I can uh, I can try to use my sight. You can uh, you can also help out. So if you want to work together, uh, you can you can help out another hunter with their investigation. And uh, only one person can do that though. Like it doesn't stack. You can't get a plus three on it if three people help you. But if someone wants to investigate a mystery and someone else wants to help, now would be a good time for that. Once, once I get to the scene and I've got all my scrolls safely tucked back into my belt loops, I am 100% going to be investigating the scene to, to look for forensic clues of bear activity. Okay. <laughs> uh, let me just uh, get a mystery roll plus sharp. Yeah. So who's, this is something we can look at. Like who's, who's the best at investigating stuff here? Probably me or yeah, Trudy. I, it's, yeah, a, it's sharp, right? I have a zero. Yeah, it's sharp. I have a plus two. What do you have? Yeah, two. Well, either one of us could help. Okay, so you, so what I want is like, sorry, I wasn't asking specifically about the the numbers. I was thinking like in terms of your characters, which of your characters is the best at spotting connections, finding clues? I would think it would be me for stuff like this. Okay, that's the impression I got from the flake. Like, would yeah. have a giant like board in their room with like pins on it and you know thread going from pins to pins and newspaper cutouts and, and birds sitting on all the threads like uh, birds oh, yeah. on home. <laughs> it's yeah, just like the cutest in, little birds <laughs> like in my mind if this were like you're doing research in a library or you were reading some stuff or doing scientist-y kind of stuff that would be Faye would be like all over that but like on the ground looking at clues and making weird connections seems more like a zin thing to me personally okay Trudy, uh, if you want to do the help, that is totally cool with me, too. I'm not. No, go for it, man. Okay. I'm uh, going to. Then uh, we should help. get Faye to roll to help out first. Or who's rolling to help? I am. Okay, roll to help so out. You, so you are. <laughs> what? <Yeah>. Huh? 
Yeah, because <laughs> Matt, Matt is rolling for Dustin. Oh, okay. oh. I'm yeah. so confused right now. Yeah, Dustin yeah. Uh, thinks uh, roll 20 tracks him. Yeah, it's it sends my thoughts to the government. I can't have it. <laughs> All right, you've got a 10 on help out. Okay. So that means uh, you grant a plus one to uh, Faye's roll. So Faye, you want to roll investigate a mystery. All right. And that's just uh, sharp, right? Yep. Okay. That's a, that's a 16. Oh, that, that's not a 16 because it automatically added the plus two. So it's a 14. Okay. And there's a plus one from Zin's help, right? I believe so. So it's a 15. Wow. Um, okay. So in that case, you get two hold. You can ask me uh, those two questions. And because you rolled so well, it normally says you can ask the keeper any question you want about the mystery, not just the listed ones. Uh, so you can do that for one of yours. What I'm going to tell you here is that looking around, you it becomes immediately obvious to you and to Zin that this is not where the attack took place. Okay. You can see the, the blood trail uh, just sort of, it terminates on the road, but it looks strangely cut off as if it just appeared there, but it like, it looks like it should continue, but doesn't. And we do remember that the kid, or someone remembers that the kid said it came up from the ground. Faye would remember yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I, I would remember that too. Okay. All right. So, what do you do? Is there actually any sign of anything having come up out of the ground, or is everything just solid and undisturbed? There's just the sudden start to the blood trail. So you would probably. I'll let you ask questions. Oh, geez. Asking questions, my one weakness. <laughs> you got this. I believe in you. No, no, I, I don't believe in me. First um, to ask if there's any anthills that we might investigate. To, you know, maybe an ant did this. <laughs> oh, goodness. Is there any way that we can tell where it started? Because you said that, you know, with an initial, like, glance around, the, the blood trail just started right here. Yeah. Is there any sort of clue that might indicate you know, some sort of disturbance anywhere in the area that might indicate where everything started. There isn't here, but thinking back, you remember most kids that age work somewhere and would be coming home around that time of night. So if you can figure out where they were, or if you can figure out what their route is from work to home, then you can probably go back along that and find where the actual attack took place. I turned to my teenage kid. Do you know where this kid works? Uh, so I did see their, um, their ID card, right? Yeah. And it had their name and everything. Would it have, what other information would it have on it? Would it indicate anything where I could, where I could basically trace like where they would work potentially? Yeah, sure. I would say that it's sort of like, um, it's color coded. So it tells you by the color of the ID badge that would give you an idea of where they worked. Okay. Um, so yeah, Ev will relay that information back to his mom and probably, might have kept the badge, so just hang, uh, hold it up and just be like, here. And she takes a look at it and she goes, okay, if you were coming from here back to where he works, what route would you take? It's where they work. Huh? It's a, they, uh, they, them. They. they, them. Sorry. Uh, well. Your character takes uh, two hit points of damage for that, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> um... Would that be a route that I would, is that a route I would potentially know? How well does Ev know the city? Does Ev sort of hang around and explore the city? Uh, I'll do a coin flip on that, I think. I guess sort of like the question is, is Ev an outdoor kid or is Ev the kid that sits in his room alone? Uh, Probably an outdoor kid a little bit, but has his spots. So he may, he 
maybe doesn't explore the city to its fullest, but he knows his general area. So yeah, I'd say he probably knows a couple of shortcuts and maybe could find the way. Okay. So uh, Ev, you have a couple of ideas of which shortcuts Uklo may have taken on their way home from work. Okay. So yeah, I'll I'll point in the direction of uh, one of these these shortcuts or side streets I know of uh, that seems relevant to the area, and uh, Ev will just start going in that direction and be like, probably this way. Come on. All right, Faye follows. All right, kid's got a good head on his shoulders. Let's do it. That looks ominous. Uh, so you're walking up towards the the city, and as you're walking through the industrial area, you come to an alleyway that Ev recognizes as being a good shortcut from there to the quads. And as you enter, you see that there are two women there. Uh, they're arguing in this alleyway. And uh, one of them is saying something that I wrote down. <laughs> or maybe I didn't. Uh, so the one woman, uh, there's a woman with long, sort of uh, kinky black hair. And the other woman has extremely short hair that she has dyed. And that woman is also, she's like maybe five feet tall. Whereas the other woman is uh, closer to six feet. And so the very short woman is looking very grave and like upset and angry. And the other woman is trying to talk to her calmly. And you hear her saying, no, I don't think, look, I've seen what boars do to people and it's nothing like this. I mean, tusks don't even get this large. And she's gesturing at a hole in the wall. And the shorter woman is like, well, I I need to know what did this and where it went because that's my child. The wall is her child. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh boy squall is demonstrating his excellent investigative skills once again no no that that was that was out of character <laughs> Faye looks at cypher and shrugs Faye, you would probably recognize the shorter woman uh because mm-hmm. she lives next door she's uh sunhua moon and she is okay. uklo's one of uklo's moms hey uh Faye heads over there hey I assume you've heard by now. Sunhua sort of turns towards you and you can see that there's like a, a simmering rage in her eyes that she is just barely containing. She says, Faye, uh, yes, I was just, I was just coming from the hospital. Yeah, um, I've found him and uh, we sent him over there. Um, Thank you, by the way. It, no, it, it's fine. What is going on over here? And I assume that Faye probably sees the blood. I'm assuming that's blood. There's blood on the ground for sure. It's starting to get tacky at this point because it's been many hours uh, since this attack took place and it's been a while of going back and forth. So we're getting close on to midday now. And she sort of gestures and she says, it looks like this is where the attack happened. But let I, me I, see. Eva's going to basically just push past them and go looking at the blood. Yeah, it's blood. Um, Reaches down, gets like a, a finger full taste yeah. to make sure. Ugh. Uh, while while oh this conversation is happening, by the way, Squall is checking out the hole in the wall. Okay. Uh, you see, it's a, well, I guess you should investigate a mystery. All right, let's do it. Uh, no one help me. I want to uh, okay, yeah. or swim on my own. Good luck. Yeah, I think, Faye, you still have another question left. I got a seven. Okay. So I fail to recognize it as a wall. But. You get to. <laughs> you can ask one. You can ask me one of the questions from the list. And Faye, do you have? Or you're you're talking to Sunhua right now, right? Yeah. Okay. She's saying I. Nobody's doing anything about these attacks, and I mean it's a miracle that Uklo survived. But I just can't. I just can't let him get away with this. 
We're actually trying to look into it. Did you see anything other than this? I just got here. And Mira was here as well. She came with me. There's a blood trail over there where Ev found him. And obviously, here and there are the only places where we've seen blood. Yeah, it's not leading anywhere. It just sort of starts out there, and then that's it. It's weird. That's impossible. And during this conversation, I'm going to ask my one question of uh, the GM, which is, uh, where did it go? I'm going to look at the debris around the wall and see if I can ascertain any kind of path or direction from the way that the wall broke. Okay. The way the, you know, the way the pieces of the wall have scattered. So you can see that it looks like something basically ran into and broke this wall, perhaps while trying to hit something else. And there's like a circular hole going at an angle uh, that you can determine it was a circular hole going on at an angle before whatever it was that got. So it, does, it doesn't look like a ram broke through it. So I can rule out no. my old associate Ramulus. Probably not Ramulus, no. Probably. What it looks like is that something got some kind of a big pike or other type of weapon stuck in the wall and then ripped it out. Okay. And you can see the blood trail here sort of leads towards the back of the alley. And this is a blind alley. So at the back of the alley is there's a wall. But you also see that there is a hatch leading downwards. Okay, I'm going to point at it. I'm going to I'm going to point and go, hey, there's a hatch. Yeah, it's sorry, it's not a hatch. It's more of like a grate, sort of like a primitive manhole. I'm sorry, cover. guys, I misspoke. It's more of a grate. <laughs> <laughs> Would Faye know anything about this grate? Should I use one of my questions on that? I mean, um, I, assume, I assume it's like a manhole covered in the sewer type situation, right? Yeah, it definitely leads to the sewer. Okay. Like, 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 like a storm drain type grate? Yeah. No questions necessary. Is there any way to open it up, or is it just... Uh, you could brute force it open, but it doesn't look like that has happened. Huh. Uh, you do still have a question if you want to ask me from your investigative mystery. Like I said, I am so horrible at this. Guys, help me come up with a question. Who did it? Maybe, is there any other conceivable way to get underground that's not that great? I don't know either. You can also ask a question that's not from the list. That is the question you want to ask from the mystery. Here's a question. Where's the foot? Not here. Okay. Um, let's go with that question, if there's any other way to get underground. Um, so, Faye, you're sort of looking at that amusing, like, oh, how did they get underground? And Sinhua looks over at you, and she says, well... I know all the greats in the city. I know the sewers like the back of my hand. She's she's not a weirdo because of that. It's just, uh, as you would know, she is a sanitation worker. Uh-huh. So she does maintenance in the sewers and stuff. I don't know that, so I look kind of askance. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to Squall, the idea of going into a sewer is just like, hmm. I mean, Squall yeah. wears a lot of white, so yeah. <laughs> so she's looking down at this grate and she's saying, this hasn't been opened. Uh, hasn't been forced open, and she sort of uh, kicks at the latch, which is a bit rusty. It doesn't look like anyone opened it last night, so I, for the life of me, don't know how, unless the creature was small enough to fit through these gaps. But then how would it do, she points at the wall, that? Your child said, and she looks at Ev just for, um, you know, to make sure she's speaking uh, this correctly. Uh, they they said that something had, had come out of the ground. Ev, what was it? Uh, they just said it was, something came up out of the ground and it was glowing. Okay, but there were small holes around their rib cage and a missing foot. So this thing, as we all know, 
is harvesting body parts and bodies. So the foot had to fit back through something or somewhere. They had to take that foot back somewhere because it's nowhere else. And I know a bird sure didn't carry that foot off. <laughs> Let me clarify it. The, uh, the holes in Uclo's side were not small. Oh, okay. All right. But the foot did have to go somewhere because it's not here. <laughs> yeah. And every other body has been completely missing. But luckily your child survived. We're all happy about that. But they are missing a foot. The foot is somewhere. Well, I'm sure we can arrange for a, a, a wheel to be affixed <laughs> where the foot was. Sunhua is just giving you a withering look. You guys are I'm the totally, worst. I'm Ugh. totally oblivious to it and consulting one of my scrolls. Wow. I don't know either of these two. Yeah. We're cousins. Hmm. I, I mean, no, we're not. not Cypher Lee. Right. That's what I said. <laughs> Sunhua is just, she's looking around the alleyway at this point. She seems to have dismissed you from her thoughts. And she <laughs> turns and she's like, there's got to be, there's got to be another way in. And she sort of leaves the alleyway and you see her turning to the left onto the street out there. Can I have uh, Ev use one of his moves, use the site to investigate? Yeah, um, sure. Okay. So cool. yeah, he's he's going to stand there and kind of like just, he sort of looks like he's spacing out to everybody else's view, but he's actually looking, you know, trying to see invisible things and spirits and sundry and see if he can get some clues that nobody normal, quote unquote normal, can see. <laughs> <laughs> um so i think you investigate a mystery for that yeah so that's sharp right yeah all right um so five's not ideal you were looking in the wrong direction with your sight <laughs> apparently so you are you open your sight and as you are beginning to look and examine what's happening here you are sort of assaulted psychically by the level of violence that happened here, you feel it as if it were happening to you. Okay. And what you see is simply a glowing form appear and then sort of, you're sort of seeing what Uklo may have seen, but not clearly. And you feel yeah. the pain, but not as strongly as Uklo did. Okay. All right. So uh, yeah, Ev is just going to kind of cry out and s stagger back into some some pile of like the the chair junk that's over here and just kind of snap out of it and just be like ah oh, ow okay are you okay uh yeah saw i think i saw what uklo saw um i couldn't tell what it was oh it hurt it just kind of popped up i don't know uh it happens to guys all the time at that age what uh what? I, you know i Squall is Why not even looking at Squall is, is like reading his scroll and kind of commenting without looking or really paying attention to what's mm -hmm. happening. So Zin, knowing that Ev kind of can do this sort of thing. That shinning of his. Right. That would be part of this relationship. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, you, you've probably, I would say Zin's probably seen him try tricks like this before and knows that he's like okay. looking into the beyond. All right. What, what did you see? Describe it to us the best that you can. <sighs> if you can. Yeah. Uh, so, so this was basically the scene at the very beginning where it was they were just yeah. working and it kind of popped up out of the darkness, this glowing form, and just came at him, right? Yeah. Okay. So that's what they, that's what they saw. Now we know that it was glowing. I don't even think bears glow. Yeah. How big was this uh, form 
roughly like to 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 what i would have seen to your eyes it was impossibly large it was taller than you and that's taller than uklo so mm-hmm. it's uh, how tall is ev uh he's probably like five six he's still growing okay it's over over six feet tall maybe close to seven feet tall okay um and you got the impression that this creature moved on all fours or all however many legs it has rather than standing upright okay so yeah, he'll he'll relay that information back, and just that it's it was huge, it was glowing, uh, looked like maybe it was on all fours. Did it look like maybe or feel like it had claws? <laughs> it's a, a spiky outline, but it was difficult to say. Spiky out. Okay, so yeah, uh, Ev's relayed all this information back to the group. Okay, Matthew, can Zin um, investigate a mystery? Sure. Based on this, why not? <laughs> okay, just try to connect these these here dots or i could ask one of my dot connecting questions eh. uh, so you got a nine on your investigative mystery so you can ask me one of the questions from the list where did it go so as you are looking and following this blood trail back towards the grate you notice something unusual there's a pocket of fresh mushrooms growing up near a corner of the grate Now, this isn't that unusual, but these mushrooms are. Rather than being simply one type of mushroom, it's a mixture of, you know, mushrooms with red caps and mushrooms with green caps, mushrooms with blue caps. And there's a smell to them that is more decay than you would normally smell. And from looking at that, you sort of follow and you see on the ground in between the cobblestones, very tiny, what could be the stubs of of other mushrooms. Like what's left behind if you pull a mushroom out of the ground, that fungal mat, sort of white tendrils reaching up out of the ground, tiny, tiny, but you're really getting down there. And this is what you see. There's a fungal mat growing up around these cobblestones. Hey, everyone, these mushrooms shouldn't be here like this. Blue mushrooms don't get along with red mushrooms. You don't see this. Hmm. It's all connected. The mushrooms. After after Ev's uh, dramatic recounting of his vision, it's mentioning blue mushrooms don't get along with red mushrooms that makes Squall snap to attention and put down his scroll. <laughs> and he, he rushes over to look at what Zin's looking at. You see the mushrooms. They shouldn't be growing here like this right now. And it looks like some of them got snapped off or they're just coming up. These, these are growing fast and they shouldn't be here like this. Can we just pull them up? And the mushrooms at the grate? Yeah, you can pull them up and you can see that they also have those do you, you know what a fungal mat is? Do you know what I'm talking about when I say that? I have no idea. I'm going to Google it. So <laughs> mushrooms have these, like instead of roots, they have these sort of tendrils that extend underground and they form a mesh. Uh, that is okay. how they support each other. So if you see a, like a, a fairy ring or other fields <laughs> of mushrooms, they're all connected to each other through this fungal mat. It's all connected. <laughs> yes, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> Literally. So that's what you're seeing here. And it looks like this fungal mat somehow extends into the alleyway underneath the cobblestones and like little ripped off bits of it are extending uh, into above the dirt in between the cobblestones. And it only extends up to where the blood stain is. And you don't see any fungal mat beyond that. Obviously, this is connected here, right? Right? Right. Right. I mean, it's something. Better than nothing. And who's to say the glowing bear you saw, Ev? wasn't made of mushrooms like bears probably are uh well we don't know it was a bear but sure all right we're all on the same page Uh uh-huh i don't want to go down there because 
birds are smart. No birds live down there. It's bad. If a bird doesn't live there, it's bad. But I think we got to go down there. We do. Well, let's go. Okay. So you're going to go down to the sewer? Yeah. Okay. So in order to access the sewer, you need to obviously go to one of the places on the surface that will let you down there. I mean, there's the grate over here. You could try and force it open. or I have a plan for that if, uh, if Matt will allow. What is it? First, I ask. First, you cannot you cannot flush yourself down the toilet. Uh, as far as I know, we don't have toilets in this game world. So uh, that is, is out. you do though. Well, Squall doesn't. But <laughs> it's, 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 I mean, what? it's it's a particularly weird uh, thing he read about in one of the apocryphal religious texts. Uh, so he he wants nothing to do with that filthy habit. But in any event, in this instance. He asks everyone in the alley to kind of go to the other end and turn around and not look. And then he uses his ability to generate magic flames to melt through the grate, if, uh, if Matt will allow such, a, such an instance. Yeah, that's fine. But he, he keeps yelling over his shoulder, like, don't look at this. I'm not Squall. Ev's going to look. <laughs> Faye's going to roll her eyes and not look. Zin's definitely going to look. You can see this figure crouched down over the grate with this like great flaming claw covering his hand as he as he melts his way through the metal. And you know, you think to yourself, like, why didn't he just melt off the latch? But uh, <laughs> he's got to be extra. That's all. I get it. It's taking quite some time to melt through all these uh, metal grates, but eventually, I mean, the stink. He, it's he also, he also bad. yells, "If any, uh, if anyone who works for the city." is coming let me know because i'm pretty sure i'm pretty sure this is <laughs> yeah, not legal but... to destroy a sewer crate whoops whoops <laughs> yeah uh <laughs> she's gonna turn and look at Sunwa, who i assume is still, is, yeah is, is still she, is she, i thought she uh, left she, yeah. she left okay yeah. all right <laughs> uh mira is here though mira is still standing here mouth agape watching as cypher <laughs> melts through the crate as a humble circus clown, just... <laughs> Mira turns to Faye and is like, who is that man? I don't know. He's I don't know who this man is. I've never seen him in my life. I, yeah, I don't, <laughs> don't, don't worry about him. He's just a weirdo. Faye nods, sagely. <laughs> Says her weird son. <laughs> halfway, halfway through, he takes... A, he, you know, halfway through melting this thing, the fire claw disappears, and he takes his shirt off to, like, tie it around his head because he's sweating from the heat. And all of his, like, easily identifiable stalwart tattoos are visible. Oh as, as he screams, like, I'm not the stalwart. <laughs> Eventually, you are able to melt your way through this uh, steel grate. All right, so, so the next day, when... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> this takes, like, I would say it takes at least 10 minutes, because it's a steel grate that you're melting through. But you do eventually get through and the sort of molten steel is dripping down onto the ladder that leads down below uh, into the murky depths. And you can hear the... Oh, I'm melting the ladder too. No, I'm not. But that would be great. (laughs) You can hear the sizzle and the plop as the uh, sort of molten metal splashes into the uh, gray water, black water below. It's not gray water. This is black water below. And obviously uh, it's a sewer, so the smell isn't great. But you can see down the side of the ladder, there's more of that fungus leading down into the water below. So which of you are, are going down first? Because Ev and I are not going down first, at least. Squall's 100% going down first. <laughs> he's gunning, it, gunning for it. This is closer to a bear than he's ever been in his entire life. 
So you just jump down or do you take the ladder? <laughs> uh, I take the ladder and I also, you know, am kind of like using my boot to try and clear off any like burning spots to, you know, I, I, I'm trying to make the ladder safer for the others as I go down first. Okay. I don't want anyone burning their toesies. <laughs> you descend into the sewer and there is a walkway along each side. I mean, it's a civilized sewer on either side of this sort of flowing river of waste and you're standing down there and you can see that the fungus leads from the walkway down into the sewage itself uh, and you see it reemerges on the other side and is leading off into the darkness of the sewer. Now to uh, get a good sense of it I have brought up on Google image search and I recommend everyone listening and playing do the same the sewer room from Final Fantasy 7 just an image of the background for Matt. <laughs> Oh boy. <laughs> All right. So let me get this correct. We to follow this, we have to cross from one side to one walkway to the other through the sewage. Well, this walkway might be parallel to it. You don't know. Uh okay. I say we stick with this walkway for as long as we can. No one wants to get that on their nice shoes. Okay. So are you coming down here? Who's coming down? Yeah, Zen'll go next. Yeah, okay. and then yeah. Will go. Will go Zin down. should probably yeah. bring like a canary with him, so we know if any dangerous uh, gases. <laughs> like, are we miners? <laughs> the, the birds will come when I need them. Send <laughs> the canary worry. down the shaft. I, I just imagine later in the adventure, you know, some like the city is a buzz mm -hmm. at the sight of a thousand birds flying into storm drains. <laughs> All right, so you're down in the sewer. You should see the sewer map now. Up in the top left, I've put a picture of what the sewer might look like from your view. And then there's a, an overhead map as well. So the sewer is not well lit. There's the occasional lantern, but none of them seem to be on right now. They should be, but they aren't. Uh, so directly across from you is the other parallel walkway. And if you look to your left, you see a big gate that blocks entrance to the sewer from the other. looks like the access point you're supposed to take to get into the sewer. So normally you would come down from the surface through like a, what's the word I'm looking for? Through a maintenance building. And then you would unlock this gate and walk into the sewer that way. So you can see that gate is still closed and it's fairly dark, but you see there's uh, somebody holding a lantern on the other side of the gate. Uh, you, you said there are lanterns mounted in, in the sewer tunnel? Uh, yes, but none, none of them, them are lit. Uh, is it possible for me to, as we go along, light them? Yeah, you can once, you're, once you get okay. one of them. I, I mean, just... I, I just figure, you know, as as we like cling to walls and try to avoid uh, stick, you know, stepping into puddles, so to speak, that as we go, I will be lighting all of the lanterns that we come across, if, if only to like, so we don't get lost. Okay. So on the other side of that gate, the person holding a lantern is Sinhua Moon, and she sees you drop down there. And she's like, how, how did you get in there? What are you doing over there? It's the weirdest thing. The grate caught fire. The steel grate caught fire. Yeah. Yeah. I don't. I don't have time for this. Can you open this gate? I need to get in there. I look to the others and say, I don't have another one of those in me. It's you don't need one. It's you can open the gate from this side. Ev's <laughs> <laughs> gonna walk up and open it <laughs> and give Cipher a look. <laughs> uh, so you open up the gate and it like creaks open and Sinhua comes in to join you. She's like, "What brought you down here?" Mushrooms, apparently. Mushrooms? They're growing where they shouldn't be growing. We're following them. Well, better than nothing, Did Zin I guess. take any of the mushrooms? Can you, like, stick them in her face to, to show her? Uh, Zin didn't take any of the mushrooms, because I didn't say he did back then. Um, and that's impolite. 
there are some that are like you can see them growing in between the cracks of the cement and stuff down here the ones that are leading down into the sewage and across it uh so i guess you start following that path hell yeah yeah so you're walking along and i guess cypher is trying to clandestinely light the lanterns as he goes yeah he keeps saying like hey look over there mm-hmm or, or he like. I'm assuming nobody does, looks like, exa- over there. He does like an exaggerated yawning motion while reaching one of his arms out towards the lantern. Yeah, nobody buys this. I don't think he still has. He still has, <laughs> he still has his it. shirt tied around his head, so he's still immensely easily identifiable. As you are walking through the sewers, you are hearing lots of noises. Uh, you're hearing sort of squeaking noises, as you'd expect from rats, but also chittering noises that sound like larger rodents that you wouldn't normally expect to be down here. As you are walking along and lighting the lanterns, you hear some scurrying as well. Every time you light a lantern, there's another sort of angry bout of chittering and scurrying in the darkness ahead of you. All right. Well, and you may start to notice if you are not looking directly into the flames of the lantern and ruining your night vision. If you're looking ahead of you, you might start to notice uh, a glow. Okay. So Zin's going to say that thing Eb saw was glowing. There's some glowing going on. Matthew, since I have to bow out soon, can I ask another one of my questions? You can. Okay. When and where will the next critical event occur? So you're thinking back to the pattern of disappearances. You've been very carefully plotting them on a map of the city. And you've seen that the first ones occurred out in the the farms area. And then they've been moving inwards, which is something other people haven't noticed. You would guess the next critical event will likely happen in the marketplace ring somewhere. Okay. Is that kind of the part of town we're in right now? You're in the industrial, which is the next ring out. But if you keep following these sewers, you'll be getting there. All right. You're headed in that direction. Uh, Zin's going to relay that information to anyone who will listen to his ranting. Squall is is listening very closely. (laughs) (laughs) Look, I've been studying this. These these disappearances, they've been moving inward. If we keep following this, we're going to move inward. We're we're on its trail. We better be prepared. And how are we supposed to prepare exactly? Uh, well, we we got a fire guy who's very uh, important. No, uh, very, no, very we important. don't. Very important. As you're saying, very important. Something lands on your head. Okay, and it's not a bird. I can tell first off, just like because I know what it feels like to have a bird land on your head. You can tell it's not a bird. Yeah. Okay, then I freak out. Uh, so something has fallen from the darkness at the top of the sewer and landed on top of Zin's head. And then two, three more shapes also fall out of the darkness, landing on him. And you can hear this chittering from them, and you can see that they are glowing as they begin clawing at him, as if they're trying to pull him somewhere. All right. Wow. Uh, hmm. Well, screams, bear cubs, and rushes in to try to... <laughs> Uh, I, I don't know, slot, swap them away, slap them away. Yeah, Ev's going to run in and try to help. Half of the slaps end up just smacking Zin right across the face. But um, <laughs> in, in a way that <laughs> seems like it might be accidental, but you can't really tell. Okay. Um, Squall, roll protect someone. That's plus tough. tough. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm, I'm getting used to this new laptop screen, so I can't have the windows all spread out. Uh, so tough, I have a perfectly zero bonus on that. Wow. Mm. It doesn't seem... Okay, there's a plus plus. You actually roll an eight. Oh. Yeah, I was going to say, like, okay, so did I just, like, explode? 
Uh, so you charge in there and you're waving your hands around. You smack these creatures. And as you're smacking them, you feel that they are damp and furry. Uh, you smack them off of him. But as you do, one of them bites you and you take you take some harm. Uh, but you're taking two harm. If you have armor, actually, you took your shirt off, didn't you? Yep. Okay. So you, you take two harm. Okay. So two of these things have been smacked away from Zim, the third one is still sort of like clawing at your head and it's like something is going over your face something's trying to like envelop my face it seems like it's trying to crawl down over your face okay i'm gonna do the most practical thing in this uh scenario and read a bad situation okay (laughs) so yeah um i guess that's plus sharp yeah it didn't it didn't go well you no longer have a face uh you Uh, unfortunately, you rolled a two and a one, so it's a total of five. Uh, so you're trying to figure out what's going on here, but there's some damp, furry, smelly thing clawing at your face. So it's it's very difficult for you to try and see what's going on there. Okay. It's definitely not a bird. Well, I'll let someone else do something. Okay. I guess I'll try to get it off my face. <laughs> okay. Does anyone else want to do something? Can I use Dark Pass to figure out what might help us with this right now? Sure. Okay, it looks like it's a weird roll. Mm-hmm. So give your give your weird a go. <laughs> okay, so that's an eight, and you get a plus one because you had you had that uh, roll on investigate a mystery earlier. So I mean that's a nine. It doesn't help that much. But you asked me a question from that list. Your favorite thing to do. What do I know that I can that would help us right now? You know by looking at it that this creature is not very big. So at least like. It's small, so you can probably throw it around pretty easily, even if you're not very strong. And if we rip it off his face, is it gonna rip off his face as well? There's only one way to find out. Uh, it <laughs> it it, uh, it might, because looking at it, you recognize that this looks a lot like a raccoon. So you, as part of your dark past, uh, often <laughs> had to deal with the raccoons trying to get into the garbage at the quad. You had a long and storied battle with them. Uh, so you're very familiar with how raccoons work. And you know that they have creepily little humanoid hands that they can use to grab things very well. And these raccoons, they're not any bigger than usual, but they are glowing. Uh, so that's weird. Yeah, they're radioactive. Not necessarily. The glow is, <laughs> you would say, more bioluminescent. They managed to figure out how to split the atom before humans did in this world. Um, can i use uh some of those questions i still have from before yeah okay what's the best way to protect the victims in this case sin is probably the victim we don't know that the (laughs) raccoons aren't the Uh, (laughs) other well to ev zin is the victim it's his pal you would assume the best way you want best or fastest Fastest. The fastest would be to grab Zinn by the back of the head and slam his face into the wall. Okay. Oh, all right, I'm in. <laughs> yeah, right. Faye approves. <laughs> yeah, Eb's just going to do that. Just gra- run up, grab Zinn by the back of the neck and punch his face into the wall. Okay, let's do an act under pressure for that. Dustin, make a CTE roll. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and as he's doing this, Eb is just going to be like, sorry. <sighs> okay, you got an eight on that. So, hmm. Worst outcome on hard choice for us. Okay, so 
there's no point giving a hard choice because hard choice implies you have time to think about it. So uh, worst outcome or a price to pay. All right. You slam Zin's face into the wall and you do it with such force that like it surprises you how much force it is. The raccoon explodes. <laughs> and it sort of just spatters everyone present with you hope it's blood, but you can smell that it probably isn't. Squall okay. is talking at that exact moment, and it just goes right in his mouth. <laughs> oh. As it explodes, like, your push keeps going, and it sort of slams Zin's face directly into the wall without the raccoon. Mm. And Zin, we could probably say that that knocks you out, if that helps. Yeah, and Zin has very brittle bones, too, so <laughs> may even, like, break his nose. Wow. Yeah, like, you hear a crunch. Crunch. Yeah. <laughs> That's okay. Sorry. And Zin's Sorry. out. <laughs> you see Zin sort of slumps with you still holding the back of his head and is clearly unconscious. Oops. Uh, she gives him a high five. <laughs> uh, Mom. She's like, are, are you going to be carrying him the rest of the way then? Uh, clearly son wise. How about we just... <laughs> yeah, Sun Hua is... You look over and you see that she has a bow knocked on an arrow and is looking into the darkness at the other glowing shapes of the other raccoons that uh, Squall knocked off, but that are still up and up and around. And we're basically by the entrance still, kind of, right? Or a entrance? Yes, you've been walking for about 10 minutes when is this Is it happens. possible to call okay. Sunhua back and have her, with her bow, defend the unconscious Zin until we can, you know, cart him out of there? You can ask her. Well, that's what, that's what I'm doing, Mr. Game Master. Well, ask oh, okay. her in game then. Hey, Sun Wa, you've got the bow. Can you? We the kid just, I think, killed Zin. Uh, but no, he's breathing. Can you, you know, defend him while you know the three of us will go check out what the what those things are? The bear cubs, I think. She glances back at you and says, "Given what I've seen so far, I think I'd better handle this." And hustles back off into the darkness. Okay. Well, I guess we're just going to leave him here to die. That sounds reasonable. That's, uh, that's not reasonable. Can can we just find a place to tuck him away and hide him for a minute? I would. Can we just bring him upstairs and just leave him outside the sewer? These are all things you can do. This is so much easier with Zora and okay. Quandry. Jesus. Or Gava. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's a ten minute uh, trek there and back. Can, can Ev just try to drag Zin? And get him back out of the sewer and just like tuck him away in a corner in the alley or something and then cover him with newspapers. Return. Yeah. <laughs> well, the squall, you know, Cypher is saying, okay, but you know, we can't waste a ton of time dragging him off because if we take the time to drag him away, those things could eat Sun Hua over there. So we, you know, how do we do this? Faye? Yes. How well does Faye know Sun Hua? Um, They're around the same age, so they would have been in the same batch of kids. Yeah, I mean, I would suppose fairly well, because they also live next door, so they probably talked about their kids sometimes. Okay. So you know some things about uh, Sun Hua. You know, for example, first off, obviously, you know, she's one of Uklofan's parents. She's not Uklofan's birth mother, but she is one of the one of the moms that takes care of him. Mm-hmm. She's a sanitation worker now, but she was the top of her cohort, like the best out of anyone in that batch in the scouts. Mm-hmm. She was the best scout during military service and everybody thought she was going to go into the army, but something happened and she didn't. And I don't know if she's ever talked to you about it, 
but depends on like if you've had depends on how re- well you roll this investigate <laughs> it just depends on how like if you think Sunhua is the type of person you've shared secrets with or not let me roll a 1d2 for this okay uh one is knows well and um two is just hey we just chatted sometimes okay all right they just chatted sometimes okay so you don't know what it was that happened but you do know that she is one of the most competent fighters around in the city well that's amazing because none of our party's very good at that at all (laughs) (laughs) ev did really well ev Ev did really well killing one of our party members (laughs) (laughs) well he has violent impulses okay all right. So I have a question from my long and hardened history with with raccoons. Do I know <laughs> if light scares them off or anything? Yeah, they definitely don't like light. They're nocturnal, so they they avoid the light. They're also glowing. They are they are <laughs> the light. Glow- are they not disturbed by one another? They could be. <laughs> okay. Okay. So all we need to do is pick up the raccoon corpse and just There's no corpse. Yeah, it exploded. Oh, it's just squish. <laughs> but uh, but I'm picturing now Faye with two of these raccoons trying to push them together like two magnets. <laughs> <laughs> Do they repel each other? <laughs> <laughs> All right, everyone. I've got to bow out. Jess, it was really nice to meet you and yeah. great to talk to yeah. everyone. And great playing. Sorry I couldn't stay longer. I'm excited to see how it turns out. Dustin. Right. No worries. Take care. Okay. Bye, it's Dustin. It's an honor and a privilege. Catch you later, Dustin. Always. I always appreciate you coming out. Same. All right. I have to figure out how this works. Bye. (laughs) So you've got Zin's unconscious body here, and you need to decide what to do with it. Faye, are you sharing what you know about? Yeah, Faye will share this information. She'll be fine if we need to drag him upstairs. All right. Let's carry him up and just uh, put him somewhere safe. All right. So you're heading uh, back to the entrance of the sewer that you came in from, uh, back past the torches you can see that some of them have gone out again which is odd others of them are still sort of sputtering but a lot of the torches are not on anymore like they've been snuffed somehow can we relight them yeah you can they're they're kind of actually you i'm I'm one of the ones carrying zin so i can't because i don't want to accidentally set zin on fire in addition to what's already been done to him So as you are going back, like if you do try and relight any of the lanterns, you'll find that they have been sort of slimed with something so that they won't catch. I'll check that out on the way back uh, when we, you know, when we drop Zin off at the like the alley behind the bakery or whatever, wherever we're leaving them. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So you get back out, and uh, uh-huh. I'm going to guess you take him up the way that people are expected to come into the sewer rather than trying to heft him up a ladder or are you making yeah. a start yeah. on yourselves? No, we're going to take no. him out the normal way. <laughs> two, two of the party members have sense. Yes. <laughs> okay. So me and Ev. Yeah. <laughs> you come up in the industrial districts uh, in the utilities building and people are kind of like looking at you trying to figure out like, what, what were you doing in the sewers? Why are you covered in, what is that? There's no time to explain, but this guy needs a doctor. Uh, a force unseen attacked him and then uh, smashed his face into the wall through no human intervention. Uh, <clears throat> fetch the doctor. Fetch doctor. Was it Dr. Young? Yeah, Dr. Young is a 
I mean, that, 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 that was not Squall saying, was it Dr. Young? That was me. <laughs> uh, Dr. Young is one of the doctors in the city. There are definitely more, but Dr. Young is a doctor. Okay, you know, fetch Dr. Young, fetch one of the other doctors, whoever's closest by. Uh, he probably needs, at the very least, some big bamboo tubes stuck into his nose so he can breathe. We need to go now. As you say that, people are just sort of looking at you, and you notice as they see your shirtless form, there's like a ripple of uh, awe going through them. I'm like, oh, is that the stalwart? Oh my, oh my god, I think that's the stalwart. Is it what, the stalwart's here? Oh my, wow. No, this is Cypher. Yeah, he's he's just a he's a fanboy. Yeah, that. <laughs> People don't seem convinced, but uh, they are doing what he asked. Yeah, I, I I'm like these two are insane. Get this guy some help. <laughs> we can we can all as a massive group talk about this later. I usually hang out in the park in the mornings writing letters. <laughs> <laughs> Just so everyone knows, huh? Well, they got the. If, if we're going to have that conversation, they have to know where to find me. Mm-hmm. But Dr. Yang comes in. It appears that he was actually nearby. And he looks over and he sees uh, the four or the three of you and the unconscious body. And he's like, oh, have you seen Sunhua? Uh, yeah, she's down there. We have to get back down there with her. So please take care. Take care of um, what's his name? Zan? Gub? <laughs> Zen. <laughs> it's Zen. You're right. Yeah, that. Someone... Someone needs to come to the hospital right now. This is very important. It has to do with the attacks. All right, guys, let, let's go. I, I don't think we should separate. Uh, yeah. Okay, but uh, I, I enlist a random person in the crowd who's gawking at my tattoos to carry Zin. <laughs> uh, you get outside and it looks like Dr. Yang came here by cart so you can load Zin in there. Uh, and the attendants are driving you back over to the hospital and Dr. Yang is, you know, dealing with uh, Zin's injuries. Oh, how did this happen? What's this that you're covered in? It looks like, oh, that's disgusting. It's guts. It's, it's, it's creature guts. You notice as you are sort of picking these sticky green things off of you that they are not, as you had first thought, intestines, uh, but it's actually some type of fungal matter, as if that raccoon were a piñata filled with mushrooms. Do we have any conception of what a piñata is? Sure, why not? So I say to the group, it's like he was some kind of, this thing was some kind of pinata filled with mushrooms. Hmm. The mushrooms again, huh? I mean, I, some of this flew into my mouth, so I hope they're not poisonous. GM, GM, are they poisonous? Sucks for you. (laughs) Not that you you can't tell right now. (laughs) How psychoactive are they? (laughs) Would anyone notice the difference in his behavior? (laughs) Uh, it would probably make me much more competent and lucid. <laughs> we need to find more. <laughs> All right. You get to the hospital and the attendants carry Zin into one of the beds there. And you also see that Uklofan is in the other bed and appears to be awake and lucid. And there are a couple of their parents with them. I put my, I, I put my shirt back on out of respect. Oh, that's good. Dr. Young looks at the three of you and says, uh, they're awake, and they said they have important information. All right. Uh, Ev is going to run over and go check out, check on uh, Uklo and see how they're doing. Okay. Uklo still looks bad, but uh, alive. You see Uklo's pupils are very dilated, more so than the room's light would suggest was necessary. But the swollen eye, the swelling seems to have come down, and they can open it again. And they're just looking down at 
there's a blanket covering most of their body, but they're looking down at the scratches and wounds and stuff on their broken arm, which is in a cast. And they look up at you and they're like, oh, uh, Ev. Hey. I, I guess I've seen you around at school, but I don't really know you. Uh, yeah, well, kind of a weird way to first meet for real. How are you doing? Uh, well, I've been better. <laughs> no kidding. What happened? I think I was attacked by a bear. All right. So, yeah, that's the story everybody's going with. Uh, all right. Can you remember any of it very clearly? I was walking home and I heard this noise, like a, a grunting, like snorting noise. And the alleyway got a little bit lighter. I was taking that. I was taking that. You know, when you go up the building and then like you go over it down the fire escape mm -hmm. into that blind alley. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you, you know that way. I've seen you yeah. take it before. Yep. And I turned around because like, what, what could be in there? And there was this huge monster and it had this glow coming out of it. Like it looked like it was covered in armor, like spiky armor. Okay. Like the glow is coming out from under the spikes under the armor and then like coming out of its mouth and its eyes and had these two big like spikes on the end of its nose. And it just ran at me and slammed me into the wall. And I, I don't remember a lot after that, but it pulled me into the ground. What happened after that? Do you remember where where you were? It was just darkness and, and the pain. And the next thing I knew, I was crawling along the ground outside the quads. I, I don't know how I got there. Huh. Okay. So I wonder... Hey, Mom? Yes, son? Turning to Faye, just kind of yelling across the room at her as he does most of the time. Mom! Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> What? I <laughs> uh, I think we need to go back and check out that uh the the shortcut, the alley. Uh Uglo's got some info. What do you say? Well, relay all of the descript kind of the the abbreviated version of what Uglo described. So it sounds like it might be a bear. She looks at Cypher Squall. And Cypher turns to them and says, "And I also have something to say." Okay? I am not in fact Cypher Lee. The humble circus clown. I'm Squall Lee, the stalwart. Shocker. Neat. And you, Uklo, whatever got you, whether it's a bear or whatever else, it's probably a bear. 99% sure that it was a bear. We will get it. And we will make sure that you do not have to live in fear. Okay, thank you. Wow, the, the stalwart. It's an honor to meet you. I mean, you know, the, the honor is all mine. You are the first person I've ever met to survive a bear encounter. That. I like that you've put an exclamation mark at the end of your character's name. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. Well, it's dramatic. Yeah. Uh, so as you are talking with this, Uklo uh, gets less and less coherent and eventually sort of slips back into unconsciousness. And the doctor says, all right, well, here's what I actually wanted to show you, Stalwart and Faye, uh, Ev, I guess. And he pulls down the sheet that's covering Uklo. And you see that there's bandages around where you saw those holes before. But the doctor pulls back those bandages and you see where there were those holes before. There aren't holes anymore, but there are these clusters of multicolored fungus growing out of the body. Yeah. Doctor, I think we you were going to have to try to perform a full fungusectomy. If that were a thing, I would have already done it. But thank you, stalwart. I have been cleaning them out but they just grow back because 
before before Zinn had a creature climb onto his face, and then he heroically headbutted his own face into the wall to smash it. Uh, ignore that bruise on the back of his head. I don't know what that's about. Um, <clears throat> we had been talking about how bears reproduce because they have no conventional reproductive system. And at first we thought they assembled new bears as one would assemble a wooden fence, uh, but a bear instead of a fence. But now mm -hmm. I'm theorizing that these bears use spores or something. That they, don't, they create new bears through transmission or infection. And if we don't act fast, young Uklo will become a bear. What? I see. Well, if... Should I have rolled for that, Matt? By the way, or was, or can I can I just pull that out? Like you haven't you, you haven't asked him to do anything yet. You're just giving your opinion so far. As I see, well, you know more about these matters than I do. I've no choice but to believe you. You know the the stalwart is, is known to be a, a trustworthy and upstanding representative of Gov. So what can I do? How can I clean out these mushrooms and make them stay gone? That's a good question, and one that we will have to find the answer to as fast as possible. I see. But I think I'm not sure that the answer is here. Uh, you know, what I do is I, I lift up my shirt again and pull out all my scrolls of bear information uh, and hand them over to Dr. Yang. This is all the information I have. Normally, I carry it with me at all times, just in case I encounter a bear or bear-adjacent creature. You, If you can gain any useful knowledge from this, do so. But... Uh, Especially with Sun Hua down there, the three of us gesturing to Thayanev, we need to get back down there. Because not only might that have the answer to save Uklo, we have to make sure that Sun Hua does not become a bear herself. Sun, Sun, Sun Hua is a her, right? This is all so far outside my understanding, but I, if you say so, I'll, I'll start reading over your notes. And as you are handing over your notes, the door opens and Sun Hua stumbles in. She's looking wild-eyed and is clutching a sword breaker in her hand. Her bow seems to have disappeared somewhere. And she's covered in like uh, a fine mesh of like fungal mat stuff that looks to have sort of enveloped her that she maybe ripped her way out of. And she rushes over to Uklo's bedside, uh, elbowing sort of Ev aside and the doctor and says, Doctor, why didn't anyone tell me my son was hurt? Well, you did kind of walk off earlier. Doc says, what, 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 are you, what are you talking about, Sun Hua? You were here this morning. And she looks at him. She's like, what? No, I'd remember that. I lean over to Faye and ask, does, is, does she normally have this kind of issue? Is, is this like a usual thing or is this unusual? This, this is unusual. Can I like, would this qualify as like reading a bad situation? Because <laughs> something's real weird here. Uh... You can try. Um, if you've got an idea of what questions you'd ask, sure. Okay. Can um, we see the injury to her brain? <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Uh, is there anything about her that looks off appearance-wise? Sorry, did you... Well, she's got that, like, fungus stuff all over her. Okay. Well, it, it, is, is she covered in it like someone would be covered in paint, or does it look like it's, like, growing out of her? It's hard to tell from here. You'd have to get a closer look. All right, kid. That's you. All right. Uh, let's see. <laughs> I mean, you're basically she elbowed you out of the way, so you can, you know, I guess shove her back, try to start a fight, and yeah, getting close. And... <laughs> <laughs> you're close enough that, like, 
This isn't really something you need to roll for. You're close sure. enough that you can see standing next to her that it looks more like maybe these wrapped her up and then she like ripped her way out of their hold. Okay. But they're still sort of clinging to her like cobwebs. Okay. As if she'd been wrapped up by a spider or something and ripped her way out of the cell. Okay. Ev, if you can, we'll just uh, grab some of them off of her and take a look at them and maybe uh, bring them over to the doctor. Like, hey, uh, I'm going to check this out really quick. We may want to put something over our hands before we touch any of those. Oops. <laughs> Mom. <laughs> Too late. Sorry. I'll be fine. Sinhua, when she sees you pulling mushrooms off of her, she's like, what the, what's that? How did that get all over me? And she's sort of brushing at herself and the, the tendrils are sort of like falling off of her. And she's just like furiously patting at her clothes and her hair. This is disgusting. What is this? You've got... <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> The hospital, the hospital cat is disturbed from the from the uh, foot of Uklo's bed. The hospital cat sniffs the sniffs the tendrils and runs away. Is not a fan. Okay, my apologies. <laughs> <laughs> Knew it was going to happen sooner or later. That's um, fine. You had that stuff all over you. What happened? Uh, never mind. You don't remember, do you? No, I mean, I I got up this morning and went off to work to do maintenance in the sewers, and then someone told me that Ukla was hurt and I came right here. Okay. She's looking like she's squinting real hard now. That's that's all that, that happened, right? You don't remember going to the sewer, did you? Do you? I, I thought I went there for work. There's a, there's a there's a chair there's a chair on the map and Squall being the hero that he is grabs the chair and Brings it over towards Sunhua so she can not like pass out on her. The feet. other person that was. Oh wow! You, wow! You can move the chair on the map. I didn't know that. <laughs> I thought it was just part of an image. No, it's it's in the map layer, so I can move it. That's that's like the craziest part of this adventure nice. to me. <laughs> <laughs> you can move the chair. Whoa! Yeah. So, uh, so she sits down next to the bed and is like holding Uklo's hand in hers, but she looks very confused and distraught. Was Mina the name of the person that was um, with uh, Sunwa earlier? Mira. Mira. There we go. Not Mina. Sunwa, do you remember talking to Mira? Mina is someone entirely different. I last spoke to Mira last night at dinner. Uh, I haven't seen her since. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, across the hospital. I'm sorry. Someone's, someone's trying to wrangle the angry hospital yeah. cat. Back into uh, into the building. Yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, the, the hospital cats are being yeah, the, the 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 hospital cat, disgusted by the fungus, went and uh, laid down on the chest of Zen. <laughs> and uh, you know, while the yes. doctors are trying to work on him, it's it's just inconvenient. So clearly, Sunhua's something's happened to her memory. Uh, I'm well. Squall is trying to square this away with his bear knowledge, but it doesn't seem to match up. I th I think it's more of a mushroom thing. Uh, doctor. Do you recognize this? I mean, would uh, you said he was an apothecary, apothecary, whatever the word is. Ursula is an apothecary. He is a doctor. Ursula, Ursula. Yes, I'm sorry. Uh, you know, is is she close by? Could we grab her or someone similar to find out if they recognize this type of mushroom? Uh, her clinic's across the way. Uh, I'll send an attendant to go and get her, and he leaves the room to go and do that. And when as he leaves. I turned to Faye and I'm like, what's up with the beard tucked into the belt? What? Dr. Dr. Young, his beard, he tucks it into his belt. It's insane. <laughs> it's, 
It, it can't be sanitary. It's, it's pretty bizarre. Uh, honestly, he probably just needs a face here. What happens if he tilts his chin up? He probably just like rips uh, his beard out. It's got to be part of his shtick or something. Uh, uh, quiet, Ursula's coming. All right, Ursula comes back in with the doctor. So, and and then the squall, squall, squall immediately stop, you know, tries to look like he wasn't just making fun of the doctor's beard. Faye also tries to look very serious indeed. Well, well yeah, let, let me, let me manipulate roll someone. <laughs> yeah. Okay, you can roll your charm. No, 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 okay. no, I, I don't want to accidentally succeed. Ursula comes in and goes directly over to Sinhua and is like, what's, what's wrong, Sinhua? Other than, I mean, she gestures at Uclofan. The obvious. Someone's like, did we, did we meet this morning? Yes. We went to the alleyway. Remember, we came to the hospital. We went to the alleyway. You were investigating. You ran off to go and try and find the, whoever did this to Uklo. And Sunhua is just shaking her head. I don't, I don't remember any of this. Squall steps forward towards Sunhua and Ursula. And says, Ursula, my name is Squall Lee. You might know me. I'm the stalwart. Kind of a, kind of a big deal in the church. Uh, I don't like to brag. In fact, I don't brag. That's she just gives fact. you a, a bow of her uh, regardless. <laughs> no, 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 no. There's no time for bowing. But regardless, Sunhua was with us in the sewers when we encountered creatures that we believe are bears or larval forms thereof, which are filled with mushrooms, fungus of some kind. Uh, Squall, you know, kind of wraps his sleeve around his hand to pick up some of uh, some of the crap that was brushed off of Sunhua on the floor. Do you recognize this? Uh, this uh, Fungus? Yeah, yeah, I was trying to think of like species, but like that's that doesn't work for plants. I think it does. But uh, anyway, so Ursula takes it and goes over to the doctor's table and says, "Oh, excuse me, doctor." He says, "Yes, of course." And she, uh, she begins poking away at it with various tools and like grinding it up in a pestle, adding liquids to it. And she's, she's shaking her head while this is going on. Like it doesn't. It's not any. It's not any species I recognize. Hmm. She also like the doctor's like, "Oh, you should probably." Should probably take a look at this and he shows her the fungus growing out of uklo as well and she gasps it's like will it hurt him if i take some he says oh, it hasn't yet so she takes some and does the same tests and she's like as far as i can tell it's how does sun Hua react to seeing that uh yeah. her child has fungus growing out of them <laughs> she's not in a good way like she's just in general shell-shocked right now She's in. She's in shock at the moment. Yeah, I was. I was kind. Of, I was trying to avoid saying like, and this kid has <laughs> mushrooms growing out of them because I'm like, oh, I'm standing right next yeah. to the kid's mom. And as you are, the kid's mom who has memento disease. As Ursula is doing these tests, you see, like in as if it were a quick, what's the term, long exposure shot that had been sped up. You see another mushroom cap grow up to take the place of the one that she removed from Uklo's side. Hey, grimaces. Ooh. Well goes and excuses himself, walks in the next room and vomits. <laughs> <laughs> and then comes back trying to act like nothing. So they're like, well, uh, like, I don't know what this is, but uh, I think we need to find a way to prevent it from growing back or prevent it from growing at all. And she sort of looks down at the table and looks back up with determination in her eyes. We need a gardener. A gardener? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry for laughing at that. That laughing wasn't in character. <laughs> you know, just as she sees sort of a blank looks around the room, says, you know, who who best would know how to stop fungus from growing? Okay. That's that's, that's a fair point. I mean, I, I know a guy, you might know him, Quanjoy. 
you know, he's, he's, he's into weird stuff like this. Uh, it, it would probably take too long to get here. <laughs> yeah. I was actually writing a letter to him, or well, not to him, but uh, I mean, it's a whole story. It doesn't matter. Right? Yes. Okay. Well. So let's go find a gardener. Who, who do I need to go run and get? Uh, well, Faye, you know that the local head notary is an avid gardener and maintains a garden out behind the central shrine. Yeah, I've been eating sunflower seeds this whole time. I went through a whole bag of them. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, I gotta keep muting myself, and then I forget that I muted myself. So I, I actually have like leftover pizza sitting just across the room from me, and as we play, I keep I find myself looking over <laughs> at it more and more, being like, where's a point in the adventure that I can just use my mic for two minutes? We can actually, you know, we can but, take a break uh, now if that's what you'd like before we go visit the shrine or wherever you plan to go. Sure, that works. Okay. okay. We're going to do a quick rewind back to an earlier part of the scene just so that we have a good cliffhanger. And Ursula looks up and says, we need a gardener. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for joining us for the second session of The Splinter Beast of Sector 5. We're using Monster of the Week, a game by Michael Sands and Steve Hickey, available from Evil Hat Games. The hunters that you have been hearing today are Pat. You can find him on Twitter at PTOSMMH. Dustin, you can find him on Twitter at Dragon Fortress. Trudy, who you can find on Twitter at AlphabetaGal. And Jess, who you can find on Twitter at Little Cup of Joe. We'll see you next time. Until then, happy hunting.